Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. And trust everybody had a good night's rest and slept well last night. And hopefully we can start the day off right with God's Word and uh, have a good day today. So I know uh, uh, the world is in chaos right now, but hey, we know the one that's in control and uh, that's all that matters. So uh uh, you know, as I said before, let's um, not listen to all these uh, uh, chicken littles out there saying the sky is falling and that, uh, uh, you know, all this bad stuff's going to happen. And, uh, in fact, I uh, messaged uh, uh, a guy this morning and uh, let him know what I really thought about him. <laughs> and uh, uh, he's, he claims to be an apostolic pastor. He's a, I'm sure you all see it. He's a guy, the little little chubby guy in the red uh, sweatshirt that's uh, going around claiming that he has contacts on the inside of the government and, and all he, he starts listening to all this bad stuff that's going to happen. And I told him, I said, you know, I don't appreciate that. I said, as a pastor here, I'm trying to encourage people, trying to keep the peace. And then I said, oh, you're worried about your 15 minutes of fame, worried about a viral video. I said, you're a bit of a liar. I mean, I called him out for what he was. And I'm actually see if he calls like McKinney, I think is his last name. But I should see if he, if he responds back, But uh, because that's all he was worried about is a viral video. His uh, government source was probably his mailman, but uh, so I just get tired of this. You know, it's people like that, these hyper-charismatics and such, it, uh, it hurts Christianity. It makes us like fools. Uh, it is. Uh, it makes it harder for us as pastors to minister because you got people out there uh, like this that are uh, causing trouble, scaring people to death, and then those in the world see that, and it makes it uh, uh, it's frustrating. I'll be honest with you. Good morning, Darlene. But uh, so uh, you know, don't listen to these uh, these crazy lunatics this morning. You know, these videos going around. I tell you what, I've I about had a belly full of. Uh, I tell you guys. Every day I get uh, uh, the same. It's been going on since a week ago today. Uh, I've been getting the same uh, uh, thing in my messenger. Uh, Donald Trump's going to address the nation at 9 o'clock tonight. I'm like, you know, I just guys, we got to quit falling for this, this crazy stuff that's out there. And uh, uh, no, Ed, I started at 6.15, as I always do. Uh, you're just late. <laughs> so, but... Uh, so we uh I've got to um you know be uh, be careful who that uh you're what you're sharing what you're listening to you know I just don't um uh believe uh that uh a lot of this hype that's going on out there you know good morning Verda uh you know we uh if martial law happens it happens I'm just having a hard time buying into a lot of this crazy stuff this lunacy that's going on around out there stuff we've heard uh many times um and uh even when obama was in office and uh all this wild conspiratorial things and, and nothing happened now obama was the worst president that we could this country's ever had he is evil he is vile he is repulsive to the core he's a muslim sympathizer that all that's true <laughs> but there's a lot of other stuff going on I just did, uh, you know, uh, people hopped up and it never happened. And uh, so whatever the case may be, we know the Lord's got this. We know the Lord's in control. And uh, just don't uh, give in to these uh, these lunatics out there just trying to scare you to death and uh, claim they've got all this insider information when they don't know they've got enough sister to pour pee out of a boot. So 
<laughs> so, uh, but anyway, well, let's go ahead and let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance this morning. If you will be so kind, uh, let's go ahead and stand and place our hands over our hearts. All right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord for this uh, great country we live in, and praise God for uh, uh, what we, uh, uh, what what Lord has has laid on our uh, Lord has allowed us to live in this great country. I got here in a second, but uh, Wade Wade McKinney, that's his name, a little little heavy set guy. He's in a everybody keeps sending me his video with him and his little red hoodie, claiming he's got insider information, and I. Uh, uh, just I let him know with uh, no holds barred uh, what I felt <laughs> and uh, and what he is doing is wrong. So uh, if I'm wrong and I'm wrong, I admit I'm wrong. But uh, people like Ed are just nothing. They're scaring elderly people. It's not furthering the gospel in any way, shape, form, or fashion. It's just causing more, creating more chaos, fear, and anxiety. And that's not what God's about. And I'm just getting tired of these lunatics out there trying to get their viral video out there. There's no truth. There's no uh, credentials behind what they're saying. And, uh, guys, you're going to have to quit um, buying in to every monkey with a phone driving down the road. I mean, really, guys. I mean, uh, you can have the... Uh, uh, the the kid that uh, never passed high school with a phone and he claiming to say, oh, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy and he says this is what's going to happen. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? <laughs> so, guys, I'm sorry. I just I just getting really frustrated. Uh, you know, if things go sideways, they're going to go sideways. I mean, uh, worrying about it and and getting upset is not going to change a thing in the world. All we got to do is focus our attention on the Lord, keep Him first. And then, uh, you know, things are going to play out how the Lord wants it to play out. And, uh, you know, there's no shame in trying to be prepared. Uh, you know, if you want to go off grid, then go off grid. But, you know, just, uh, just try to be prepared, give to the Lord, just keep taking each day as it comes, and that's all we can do. So, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, you know, Trump may still have an ace up his sleeve to change things around but right now it don't 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 appear that way and uh so it just it's you know as bad as i hate the thoughts of <sighs> bud and harris in there it's a, it almost sticks in the throat you know it uh it's nauseating <laughs> it uh it's just going to be what it's going to be we're just going to just pray over them and uh, uh and let it go so but i may like i said this uh my sermon uh this sunday morning is going to hit on some of those things and uh, in fact, the title of it is called Attitude Adjustment. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and look at our morning verse. Uh, we're looking at Jeremiah 31 3. It says, Yea, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. And again, that's Jeremiah 31 3. And as me, Peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Looking at this verse, uh, one thing we have to understand, uh, of course, uh, God is referring to uh, to Israel, and uh, uh, and you know, of course, Israel uh, had broken their covenant with God, but yet God still uh, demonstrated His love towards Israel, 
He uh, was letting them know that he's still going to fulfill the promises that he gave to Abraham, and he didn't uh, give up on them, that uh, they were God's chosen people. Now, you know, uh, there are those out there who are dispensationalists who do not believe that um, Israel is the church or the church applies to Israel. Uh, but when we look in uh, the New Testament, particularly in Romans, uh, we see, uh, I don't know, I'll take it back. I think it's, um, I want to say, it might be Romans 2. I want to say Hebrews, Romans, went blank on this one. Anyway, he talks about us being, I think it is Romans, that we were grafted in. Uh, so the church, you know, because I had a teacher in my undergraduate studies who was a hyper-dispensationalist. In fact, he equated dispensationalism with salvation. He, he, was, he was way off in his theology. In fact, he didn't like it that I questioned his authority. But, uh, but the church does, uh, is Israel, because we have been grafted in. But uh, but that's just it, you know. God didn't give up on Israel. You know, we see it time and again how they broke the covenant, how they didn't trust God, how they messed up, uh, how they questioned God. You know, after everything that God done for them and uh, brought them out of Israel, uh, brought them out of slavery. I mean, they, there were times that they were whining and saying, "Hey, let us go back to Egypt." I mean, that's how uh, that's how they. Uh, I'm grateful they were really uh, and uh, complained so much. No wonder Moses was at his wits' end. Uh, even when they were uh, able to go to the promised land, they still questioned as to whether God was going to deliver them. Uh, you know, and, and you know, one man was trying to tell them, "Say, hey, it's God's got this. We can do it." And the other would say, "No, they're giants. We can't do it." Hey, they, they got uh, they get to wander around uh, uh, the wilderness for forty years uh, for their uh, mistrust in God, but yet God still loved them, and God still refused to give up on them. And I see that's what happens with us as Christians. That even though we do things to hurt the Lord, even though we are sin-filled, even though we question God, even though we, we do things that uh, are contrary to what our, uh, our what we are called to be spiritually, uh, that God still loves us. And he proved that by sending his only son. He proves that by uh, showing that his grace is sufficient, that he is faithful just to forgive us of our sins. That he still shows that love daily. And he's not going to give up on us. You know, for those of us who have children, you know, uh, they can do things to really hurt you. You know, uh, I love my son dearly, but he can do things to, that really, it really hurts me. It really does. But uh, but I continue to love him, and uh, hopefully he knows I'm always here for him. And he uh, uh, he's a good kid. He just, uh, you know, he just grew up different than I did. And uh, a lot of that's my fault, and I take ownership on that as well. Uh, but... Um, uh, Nevertheless, uh, he's still my son, and no matter what happens, you know, sometimes we can have children that can rebel and do terrible things and may even have a, a child that ends up in prison or something, you know, but that's still your son or daughter, and you still love them. We don't, but look at Jesus Christ and how we have rebelled against him, how we have hurt him, and how we've done all these things, but yet he still forgives us. He still loves us. He's still there for us, and, uh, you know, his rich, abundant mercy uh, it shines down upon us. Uh, praise God for that. That He don't give up every time we mess up or every time that we screw up. Uh, you know, uh, I liked what um, uh, A. W. Tozer says. Um, that uh, uh, he said the only eccentricity that I can discover in the heart of God is the fact that a God such as He is, is should. I can't read this morning. Let's read that again. All right. <laughs> The only eccentricity that I can discover in the heart of God is the fact that a God such as he 
is should love sinners such as we are. There we go. Get out of here in a second. You know, it's it's amazing that he would still show love on us uh, despite, uh, you know, continually hurting him every day. You know, sometimes you can almost imagine uh, every sin that we commit uh, is just like driving that, that nail uh, into Christ's hand or, or the very ones who are scourging Jesus. You know, it... Uh, you know, we need to take the reality uh, of how abhorrent uh, sin is uh, to God. But, uh, uh, you know, it is, uh, darling said, not only kids, but grandchildren as well. Yeah, I mean, really, they, they can uh, they can do things to, to hurt you. But, uh, you know, so we need to take, uh, be aware uh, of our sins. We don't need to take for granted God's, uh, his mercy, his love. Uh, take for granted, you know, God does not have to love us. God does not have to uh, do anything. He's not obligated to anything, you know. But uh, praise God that he keeps um, uh, his promises. And the fact that we accepted Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, that our name is written in the last book of life, and that that will not be erased, and that will not change. You know, I've said this before. I've never understood that Arminian viewpoint uh, that a person can lose their salvation. I, I don't get that. Uh, that would be a hor- horrific nightmare uh, to have to live in, to think that everything you do, uh, that God's no longer going to love you and he's just going to erase your name on the Lamb's Book of Life. That's a, that's a, that would be a terrible, terrible scenario. But um, uh, I, um, I like what this individual said. I didn't get the name of the author, so I apologize. But it says that God is holy and God is just, but the very nature of God is love. The Alpha and Omega of God's eternal and unchangeable attributes unite together in perfect love. For despite their bitter waywardness and foolish choices, the Lord loved Israel with an everlasting love, and his love for the church reflects that same never-ending love. You know, that is just a wonderful thing, that agape love uh, that Jesus Christ, that God Almighty, uh, shares down upon us uh, each each and every day, that unconditional love that he's never going to give up on us. You know, there's times we mess up, there's times we sin. And I don't know about you, but there's times I've looked up like, why? Why do you even fool with me, Lord? Why would you, why, why waste time with a with a, a sinful, selfish, prideful, covetous, low life such as me? You know, I, I wonder sometimes why. Why would you even waste time with somebody like me? But yet his grace is sufficient. And yet he still loves me. He still loves you. No matter how many times we mess up, that's why Christ was asked, how many times should we forgive? He said, 70 times 7. In other words, odd infinitum. There's no uh, limit to amount of forgiveness and love. And, uh, you know, it's hard to imagine sometimes because uh, we get so impatient so easily. Uh, we find, uh, you know, shutting people off uh, when they offend us so easy and uh, having nothing to do with somebody who's hurt us so easy. Uh, but so sometimes it's hard to understand how a benevolent God, a loving God, can still continue to forgive and continue to love us despite our bad choices in life and despite our, our, our sin-filled uh, hearts. You know, that's what Jeremiah tells us, that man's heart's desperately wicked. Who can know it? And uh, but praise God uh, that he loves us enough, that nothing can snatch us out of his mighty right hand, that he loves us, and that nothing he won't, give, he won't give up on us. You know, it's like just like with my own kids. I will, I would walk through, I walk around the world on my hands and knees on on, on broken glass, 
Uh, I would, I'd, I'd run through fires barefooted to whatever it took to save my children if they were in trouble. Man, if somebody wicked like me can show that kind of love, how much more can the Heavenly Father show that love on us? And I think you know, when we understand that, uh, that kind of love, that kind of benevolence, it should spur us on to try that much harder to please uh, Jesus, to spur us on to try that much harder to please God, to live a life that is honorable uh, to them. And, uh, you know, it is, uh, in fact, our devotion this morning that I shared. Uh, of course, when Dad and I, when you do these morning devotions, we, we take 36 at a time. You know, we get people all the time saying, uh, why are you all wearing the same clothes every day? <laughs> but they, they don't realize we, we tape all of our, our, all of our devotions in one, one sitting. And uh, the devotion I shared this morning was in regards to the Trinity. And I know it's kind of hard sometimes to understand, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, that, God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit are three distinct but one uh, individual. You know, and of course, you've heard some of you may have heard the the illustration of the egg. Uh, you know, it's just three distinct uh, pieces of the the yolk, the white part, and the shell. And uh, of course, I've got my tattoo here that I always like to use for a. Uh, it's hard to hard to see where it's at. We're talking about the Trinity. I actually got this. Uh, design uh, when I was in Greek. Uh, I took two years of Greek, and, um, uh, and I, when they handed it, as soon as they handed it out on a worksheet, I thought that would make a cool tattoo. <laughs> so, but um, uh, but what it says more or less, like I said, I know it's kind of hard to see, but it's saying, uh, let's see, here, make sure I remember right. Uh, Peter is not Phileas the Son is not uh, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not the Father, but God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit. So, uh, you know, so when we talk about uh, Jesus, we talk about God, we talk about the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, we're referring to the Trinity. The Holy Spirit encourages us, it, it guides us, uh, helps us to continue forward uh, in this life. So that's what, uh, when Jesus Christ ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit uh, to be that helper, that parakletos, uh, to get us through uh, each and every day. And uh, so I know the Trinity is sometimes not easily understood. And that's why that's one reason why you can, you know, cults like the Mormons or Jehovah's Witness, things like that, uh, they, they, you can easily spot them. If somebody is, is propagating uh, a um, religion or a, uh, a church and they're uh, discounting the Trinity or have a problem with the Trinity, that's kind of a huge red flag to know you need to run the opposite direction that what you're doing is wrong but praise god that he that he did send the holy spirit to help us each and every day to know that we don't need to give up and that life does get hard and we will face trials we will face tribulations there's times we think that we're being punished for all of our sins and you know sometimes we it's not that we're being punished for our sins you know i think some people think you know uh, there's cause and effect you know as kids when we're we're punished when we mess up we get a spanking or well used to kids got a spanking now they're just patted on the head and told them to sit in the corner or if they even get that anymore but anyway uh you know we we know that there's cause and effect that we mess up we're going to be punished and i think a lot of people relate that to their spiritual life oh i messed up that's why all these bad things are happening god's out to get me he's punishing me that's, that's not how it works that's not what god's about he's not out to get you you know there may be consequences to our actions and may and god may do things uh, to uh, to get our attention uh, that's no doubt 
But uh, but we need to understand that God loves us. He hates our sin, but he loves us, and he wants the only best for us. And that unconditional love, that no matter how many times we mess up, he's there for you. He's not going to give up on you. And so through that Holy Spirit, we understand that, hey, I need to keep moving forward. I need to keep pushing. I need to not give up. And because of God's great and mighty love for me. And so that's my encouragement for you today is understanding God's love for you. Understanding that he will not give up on you. And there's times we want to give up. Like, hey, what's the use? What's the point? All I do is screw up. We want to give up. But God don't. He doesn't give up and he doesn't want to. He loves you and he loves me. And he's there for us. And he's faithful and just. And he's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. And so trust in that. Be encouraged by it. And understand uh, that uh, uh, we have something the world only wishes they did have. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your great mercy, your grace, your love overflowing. Lord, thank you for being so very good to us and never giving up on us. Uh, Lord, thank you for your understanding and your patience. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you will touch the hearts and minds of this nation, that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do pray for our nation's leaders, and uh, that you touch their hearts and minds as well. Pray that you will ease the anxiety, the anger uh, that so many are experiencing right now, and the fears. Lord, uh, let's let your peace surpass all understanding guard our hearts and minds. And Lord, I do want to lift up our sister Christ Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda David Feathers, Jane Kitchings. I do pray for uh, Ron Thompson and Jerry Keller and uh, uh, so many others, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you will guide and watch over protect them. And Lord, I pray that you be with us this day. Let us be a witness for you. Let us be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals uh, for uh, for watching. Uh, but uh, Robin says, please do a picture and a diagram of that. I'd love to have a copy of that. No, that's my tattoo. You don't get it, Robin. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can find the uh, the original uh, uh, paper. And if I can't, I'll take a picture of the tattoo and put it on there. So, but, uh, but I hope everybody has a great day and a fantabulous day. And don't forget, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, we'll be continuing our study in First uh, Peter. So be sure to tune in tonight at 7. Uh, also, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Free of charge, audio only, but you listen to all the devotions, all of our sermons as you're always out and about your day today. And uh, if you have friends or family uh, that uh, would like to watch these devotions, and a lot of people are, are abandoning ship with, with Facebook, uh, you can still watch live on our uh, website at flbconline.com. And that's one thing I wanted to uh, address as well. I know a lot of people want to abandon Facebook, and I agree. I don't appreciate their censorship. I don't care. I don't appreciate what Twitter's doing. I think what they're doing is wrong. It's fascist. It is, uh, uh, you know, they're censoring. Uh, you know, they can uh, allow, uh, I don't know, dictators around the world to put horrible, evil things on there, but they want to silence our president. I, I get it. I understand it. But I think that conservatives need to stay 
uh, put on Twitter and Facebook so we can stay united and make a voice to torment these liberals and really make them understand that we will not be bullied and we're not going to take their stuff and we're going to stay right where we're at and we're still going to try to make a voice and we're still going to try to speak out. So that's my encouragement. You do what you feel led to do, but uh, you might want to really, want to really, really think about uh, uh, about uh, deleting some of this uh, these apps and such. So. Food for thought. All right. Well, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.